And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. One of the dumbest named theaters in L.A. Zuckerman, let me turn you up. It was Pantages was a guy's name? Yeah, he was a Jew who was in the theater business. I think it was Louis Pantages. Hey, don't you know anything, Dumbbell? They really shouldn't rename that. But the Foo Fighters, listen to that glossy. You can't hear it, Zuckerman, because I don't have it up. This makes me crazy. This is... This is like what I was talking about. The type of stuff when I was a kid, what we would just sit in a car in the middle of nowhere, drink a beer, and just listen to this live rock and shows. Rolls. Real rock and roll. The Foo Fighters, the absolute pinnacle. The best of the best. Rock and roll. Rock is not dead. Rock is here. Rock is alive on Spike's Car Radio. We're a week, uh, week before our big Pebble Beach show. Um Excited to get up there, meet all of you, hang out. Uh, uh, people have been DMing me for tickets, Zuckerman, and I've been saying yes to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room. The show's sold out. Uh, Jerry is wavering right now. He may have a gig somewhere on another. Wee! You know how he's just prone to just suddenly trapezing to another part of the world? <laughs> yes, just like that. Just like that. But that is the career of a very successful stand-up comedian that at any moment they can be offered a large sum of money and woo, we're off to Hong Kong. Um, so it's unclear. I don't know where he is right now. He's texting me. He goes, I'm, I'm trying but we all know what that means. It may just be you and I and Johnny and uh, and the smoking tire, Matt Farah, to give everybody COVID. And uh, and then Jerry may show up. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. Here we are a few days before the show. And uh, all I know is we're going to be there. Why don't? What about if we don't show up? What about it's just a joke? You well, you guys, you audience <laughs> people show up and we're not there. Have a good time. I don't, I don't, I think we, our fans are excited about this. <laughs> See, I thought... When they ask me to do a show, usually they ask me to book a celebrity guest like Pat Dempsey or someone. And 
just do a one-on-one, right? It, it's really hard to book celebrities, even for this show, because of scheduling. It's always a problem. Everybody will do the show, but it's always about getting the schedules tight, mine and theirs and the rest of it. And to do it up there, just impossible. So I frankly took a risk. I thought, <clears throat> does anybody really want to see us do a, a live show? Well, it turns out they do. <laughs> I didn't think they would, but a live recording of the show where they can be a part of it, they can ask questions, hopefully it'll go okay, turned out to be a, a, a pretty big idea, and they sold out very quickly. I heard five minutes. That might be hyperbole, but that's what I heard. I'm, I don't know. I, do they have that kind of system? I have not heard five minutes, but they're excited. We're excited. And now it's all our fans are up there, and it's on a Saturday. So if we didn't show up, it would be disappointing, everybody. I have to tell you, I'm excited about going up. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I can tell you as I sit here today on Sunday, the Sunday before the Saturday show, I don't know how we're getting up there. Not the biggest of problems, but there was, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe, maybe if Jerry's going to be here, he's going to pop up. We hop on his little uh, aircraft. Now that's not happening, though he will, I think, be visiting us in a couple of days here. But I, I, again, it's radio. Dark. Your guess is as good as mine. And we, you and I can Matt Farah is driving up Thursday morning, which is a very attractive idea. Not the Matt Farah part, but I'm joking. Matt. Oh, 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 that Farah is so good. He's looking. driving up in his 328. And uh, I thought it would be fun for us to menace him in modern Porsches. <laughs> the touring and the GT2 RS could be fun. Or if I had this Audi RS3 that I still have, I would drive that thing up there. I just love beat this the car. crap out of it. Isn't it great, that car? Oh, it's the greatest. This car is the greatest. Well, I just, I just came back from a little vacation in Newport Beach with my family. And I took... All of uh, all of the fun things down. I took a Bob's Watches Ever Rose watch because I thought that was a very Orange County choice. Rose gold, the root beer uh, GMT. I took a. I took the Audi RS. My wife was like, we didn't have enough room to put everybody in that car and all all her crap. And the morning that we drove down, Erica said, why don't you let me take my Tesla? I can listen to my music and my shows. Oh, what a great idea. And that will let you take your Audi RS3 and, you know, we can each take a couple of kids. But of course, the kids right away, I'm going with dad. (laughs) We got into that car. Jack put on his horrible playlist of horrible hip hop music and we jammed in the little green monster down to Newport Beach. Didn't I tell you that car is absolutely fantastic? And I have to tell you, I drove, I had the Tesla Model Y and I had that car at the hotel and I drove the Audi every time. And then Erica hopped in and she loved it. She goes, this is insane. It's a really nice car. It's quiet. You can drive it quietly. And then it's 400 horsepower, zero to 60 and 3.3 when you want to make a little noise. I met the uh, my Audi brethren, your Audi brethren down in OC. Every time a car went by, little Audi, I'd get the heads up, uh, the thumbs up, the hey, the point. Old man, young man, they all love this car. Winner. What it's, a winner. It, it steers great. It drives great. It's fun. It's got a great seat. It's just. It it's just not a bunch of hype. Either. I mean, it's the first car like this, Zuckerman, that I thought I would actually buy something like this and See? enjoy the hell so out you of it. Said it you, felt, you said you felt you would be, it's, it's too young of a car too college for you. Boy, too right. college boy, but it's not. You can get behind it and have a good time yeah. and not feel stupid. Anyway, back to my vacation in Newport Beach, which was delightful, thanks to this Audi RS3 Um and uh, the Pelican Hill Resort, which I love down there, made it really sweet for us. And uh, 
my kids, who are older boys now, demanding more and more action sports of their old man. And uh, my wife is not as old as I am, but still, we had to get out into the open ocean again on wave runners. Which I love wave runners, but these this new generation of wave runners they go fast, and then coupled with open ocean, Zuckman, choppy cold, <clears throat> choppy and cold. You could you could have an accident and float out to China. Uh, yeah, you could, you could, because it gets. Uh, it was a little better this time because we had two. My wife was driving one, and I was driving one. And the boys are on the back, and then we let the boys hop on and, and drive, <laughs> which is nutty. Um, but we had some amazing moments. We, we had that fun moment where we hit a school of about 100, 150 dolphin. And James and I turned into them. And we were doing that flipper moment, you know, where you're just riding and they're riding off the bow. Right. But there were hundreds of them all around us, jumping left and right and back and front. It was, it was a wild moment. Could have been moment. like a Hitchcock movie, the dolphins, and then they attack you. It's, eat it's, your eyes out. Just know it's one of those great memory moments your kids are going to go remember that even i was kind of awestruck by it it was really yep. fun to be on this loud horrible watercraft and having that moment and then uh and then we almost ran over a sea lion <laughs> which was equally as fun that my son called a walrus i think we almost just hit a walrus it jumped right in front of us or a manatee it's wild out there Zuckman. it's the, it's the real ocean out there sea life Sea life. There's true sea life out there. Yeah, I was digging it. I was digging it. And I wetsuits play- or no wetsuits? No wetsuits. It was so. It's been so hot here. It was perfect. So we burned. Water must be in the 60s. So it's water cold. was perfect. I go into the ocean every year, even if it's the cold ocean. I went in yesterday and was immediately clobbered by a wave. Hit my hip on the bottom of the ocean and then couldn't hear out of my left ear, and that really made my family happy. So I'm happy I did that for them. You better be careful because your 58th birthday is coming up in just a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I know this. I play tennis every day. Every day I play tennis. And that, uh, you don't know who you're going to get for uh, a pro, a teacher down there. But, uh, but we found a great guy. Just a name was handed to us. And uh, every time we hit, he would say, amazing. He was Did- one of those teachers, Zuckerman. You hit a great boy you can hit. James and I, my little guy, he, he plays a lot of tennis now. We're turning into a crazy tennis family. Every hit, you could do no wrong. I felt like Nadal by the end of that session. Did you leave this pro alone with your wife? Because you know what happens. No, he, he was uh, older than us. He's way older. Oh, it doesn't matter when you're the tennis You know when pro. these pros, they, they're out there in the sun like nine hours a day. How Jerky cr- face. They get really crispy. Yeah. This guy was a sweetheart. He was at this great tennis club down there. And it really, we played with him uh, two days in a row. It was so good. Two days in a row, and you just come out of it going, I can do anything. But I can't. But How many spousal can. quarrels in, on this vacation? Zero. Come on, I don't believe it. Eric and I travel really well together. When we're away from the causes of our anxiety, which is all back in L.A., we're very happy together. All right, is the last argument, is the last squabble while packing and getting ready? No, there was none. Really? She very wisely bypassed all of it by saying, I'm going to take my own car, therefore I'm going to take whatever I want. And she took half the house down to this hotel for three days. It was impressive. There were moments where I just went, what is that doing here? Wetsuit. She brought her wetsuit down. She was anticipating cold water, but I wouldn't let her wear it. I said, you're going to be really unhappy if you do. 
you might get harpooned by. <laughs> and she, she, she thanked me for that. She said, I didn't know it was going to be that hot. And I said, I did. But um, it, it all worked out. It's one of, it, we always travel very well together, my wife and I. I don't know why. It's just been one of those things for us. One bright spot in your relationship. <laughs> I'm very happy in my relationship. Ferris and I once me. had a case. <laughs> These two friends went out in a little boat out of the Newport Marina. Yeah. And one of them came back with a little harpoon in his stomach. Yeah. Uh, I think there'd what been was a, it? It, well, there'd been a you know a little squabble on the boat, and the guy had one of those. Uh, what do you call those? A little arrow you shoot at fish. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, he he shot. I think one guy. We it was termed an accident, but I always had my doubts. I <laughs> I think there was a little drinking involved. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we had that happen at the house yesterday with my son. Right, was in the you know with with kids, and if you have kids, you know this can happen to you as a dad. You any moment, any calm moment, which I had just come home, I had unpacked, done a little meditating. I was in the front yard doing something completely benign when I heard all of my family members screaming at the top of their lungs, screaming, wonderful, ah, and ran inside. I couldn't tell who was hurt. But it was the oldest boy. They they had just redone the roof on my house. And he, of course, after I told all of them, I sat them down. I said, look, just for the next few weeks, can you wear shoes when you leave the house? None of them listened to me. Oh, Dad. Well, lo and behold, uh, Jack first and two-inch nail right through the foot. And uh, the other two were panicking. Jack was just going, damn, it was right down to the head, Zuckerman. Right down to the head. Nice. Come like like this. Not through the foot, up through the top, but through the pad right here. He got extremely lucky, but there was just a head on a two-inch roofing nail, right? Who pulled it out? They're screaming. The, kid, one, the youngest one is crying because they, they think the, it's going to... And I go, you're going to be okay. I go, look the other way, and I yanked it out. <laughs> and he goes, Jesus, no blood. It was insane. He's bloodless. It you was, have a no, bloodless child. No, it went child? through the pad. It went There's through the blood in there, Ferriston. There was no blood coming out. And uh, what is it all callous? What I do you think that's made out of? No, but it was one of the great dad moments, Zuckerman. I walk in, as you know, I come from. My mom was a nurse. I wanted to be a doctor. I'm a hypochondriac, so I study. I, I and I've been through a lot. Fifty-eight. I've been through a lot of emergencies. And I'm calm. I'm calm. No matter what it is, if the kid's choking when they're babies, I'm calm. My Heimlichlum, it's happened before. I was calm on this one. I yanked the nail out. I said, all right, we're going we're gonna to wash it. We're going to hydrogen peroxide. We're going to put a little of this uh, antibiotic stuff on it. Then we're going to call your doctor just to make sure you're up to speed on all your shots and blah, blah, blah. Get him on the phone. The whole family's crowded. The doctor said the same thing I said. You're going to wash it. You're going to do that. And they all looked at me like, this guy actually knows some stuff. Because I think oh. up until yesterday, they didn't believe anything that I said, but... <laughs> Dr. Ferriston. No, but this all goes back to our argument about roads. And I'm like, I can tell you where the danger is if you want to listen to me. And I, have, of course, had to remind them that a week before I had said, could you just wear your sandals or shoes around the house till I've had a chance to just walk it and try to get the nails up. How come they can't hold on to the nails? The roofers? Anybody in construction. You know, you know how many tires it's I've true. lost? Yeah, it's true. 
construction workers, nails, bolts. These guys were actually screws. went around the house with a, a new device I had never seen, a magnet device where they <laughs> magneted up most of it, but then they came back to do a repair while we were gone. And didn't bring the magnet device? Nope. I saw See? the guy walking around just dropping nails. Anyways, uh, I just came back from vacation, and uh, you know what I had to do before I played in the summer sun? I had to use my manscaping stuff. <laughs> The leader in below-the-belt grooming, that's right, is making sure we all have a ball sack. Oh, boy. Uh, you have to say that? I don't, that's in the I don't have to say anything. It says, dive headfirst into smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code SPIKE20. You can get the Manscaped Performance Package that has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this uh, package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose, Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver, Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. So after you've done everything, Zuckerman, you put on the Boxer Briefs to show the world that you're prepared and prepped right. I like that they pay us. I can say that. Sounds like you don't take care of yourself. Oh, I do. I do, do, but I but but I don't go through whatever. I'm not gonna. You don't have to use all of it, but do you use the lawnmower 4.0 that they gave you? Jerry does. Jerry does. Do you? Do, do you? You sound like my what aunt on Long use? Island. What are you using for your balls? Did you, what are you using? What are you using? What are you using? This is your chance. Okay, I don't need to announce it on public. I, I, I honor the social contract. There is a social contract between men and women that they keep their gorilla parts tidy and clean. So what do you use? None of your fucking business. Unless you want to come in the room when I'm doing it. I would. But, I but, think the listeners would like to know what your technique is. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Hey, Ferrison, I have a trimmer. It's it's not a dedicated Manscaped trimmer. I have an old trimmer that is... An old per- trimmer? Yeah, but it's Aren't not one worried? I'm going to use on... Okay, I trim my hair. Are you worried oh. what happens if you get clipped with the old trimmer? The rusty old trimmer? It's not rusty in that sense. One must use. Are you up to speed on your shots? <laughs> Ferriston. There's a way to maintain your trimmer. A little bit of mineral oil keeps the oh, keeps it, it keeps the trimmer from getting rust and keeps it in good shape. Well, I don't want you folks to do that. Don't be like Zuckerman with your rusty old weed whacker <laughs> and your rusty old balls. His rusty old balls. I got tetanus in my balls and lockjaw on my face now. I'm firing tetanus out of my dick. <laughs> Next week, rabies. <laughs> Trying to get a raccoon. To bite don't let that dick. happen to you. Don't fire tetanus out of your dick. Go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off with the code spike20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code spike20 at manscaped.com. It's a smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board and get left. Don't get left, but right, check it out. I don't know if you heard, Zuckerman, but a group of uh, burglars crashed a car into Neiman Marcus Saturday night. Or early Sunday morning, 4.45 a.m. Do you know this story? I do. In fact, they opened up, you know, like nothing happened the following day. Officers from the Beverly Hills Police Department responded to the store for a call regarding an alarm activation. When they arrived on the scene, they found a dark-colored sedan had crashed through the metal gate and window of the store by the time the police arrived on scene, according to the police chief on Instagram. He said three minutes later, they had a three-minute response time. The suspects had already fled with an undetermined amount of merchandise and goods. Wow. When I read this story, the only thing I wanted to know 
was, what kind of car do you desert? <laughs> they, they crashed a car into Neiman Marcus, right? So they had to get a car that was a disposable car. You know was it the, a Range Rover? It was a Chevy Cavalier from oh. the mid-2000s. Smart. Stolen <laughs> they wrote cat. it off. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it was stolen, but it was worth leaving. Which doesn't say much for the for the lowly Chevy Cavalier that the things that they were stealing were more valuable than the lowly Chevy Cavalier. They must have had a getaway car. They must have figured that the crashing would disable the <clears throat> crash car needed to be left behind. Couldn't be relied upon to to be the getaway car. Yeah, yeah. They needed an undamaged car. Boy, brazen, brazen. But I thought Neiman. That's, that's a funny. It's everybody always uses that word when they see these things. Brazen, brazen, brazen. It's brazen. Is it really that brazen? Ballsy. Yes. To, <clears throat> to to know that you've got a three minute window. You were so close to the Beverly Hills Police Department. You know exactly what you want, where it is. You crash and you get away. Equally so is the fact that they that Neiman Marcus opened up a short time later. They had a temporary little curtain in front of the damage so the customers wouldn't see uh, what had happened. It's 4.45 in the morning is not brazen. That's that's not brazen. That's smart, maybe, but it's not brazen. Brazen would be right at noon in the middle of the day. The brazen, brazen part is the three minutes. When you, when you figure the cops are going to be there that's in just three luck. minutes. That's just luck. Now, look, that's just what the uh, Beverly Hills police chief said. We know some of the officers over there. We can find out if they really did respond in three minutes. But I have my doubts. How long do you think it was? Uh, uh, look, that's a very good, solid police department. But and I would say close. somewhere, but and everything's very close. And there's no one on the road at that. And hour. an alarm activation in a place like I remember once I set off your car alarm, uh, your hangar alarm, very early on. And those those cops uh, on the west side of L.A. who don't respond to Brentwood alarms very quickly were on me in about two or three minutes. Yeah, it but was they didn't really shoot fast. you. What a shame. Yeah, they didn't. No. That would have been a good case for Erica. I wonder what they took. What do you think they took, Ferrison? Um, I don't care about Neiman Marcus. <laughs> they can have whatever they want. I would guess there's a certain amount of uh, shoplifting that they're allowed to. Their insurance fixes, right? Absolutely. The, <clears throat> like you, I don't have much sympathy for insurance companies. I don't like them. I, they they routinely rip off uh, uh, Americans, especially when it comes to health care. And I kind of enjoy them having to pay for this stuff. I kind of enjoy them having to foot the bill for this stuff. A little evening out, a little. A little evening up. out after after the hell they put uh, most Americans through, especially when it comes to getting just getting one and be better, just being sick and trying to heal, and then denying coverage. Fuck insurance companies. And I know you're going to get on me for that, but good. Yeah, right attitude, righteous. <clears throat> Uh, there's a new Myers Manx. Uh, I know you saw it, Zuckerman. I saw it too. Uh, Philip Serafin, is that the guy's name? Yes, indeed. He's uh, Fer- Ferdy Porsche's buddy. <clears throat> they uh, they had a little party out in Malibu. They just launched their new uh, platform. And normally I don't talk about things like that, but I think this thing is really cool. Agree, agree. It is an all electric platform. The new Myers Manx is going to build 50 units initially, uh, due for delivery in 2024 when they hit the road. Uh, the electric dune buggies will pack either a 20 kilowatt 
battery offering 150 mile range or a 40 kilowatt uh, cell paired with a motor that could produce up to 202 horsepower. That's the one you want to power you for an, uh, 300 miles, which is impressive. All the battery power will be straight to the rear wheels via mm. two electric motors. The buggy's motor, inverter, gear train, and brakes will be housed in a single unit, which the company says will help it zip to 60 in four and a half seconds. The new buggy will also feature an aluminum monocoque. Monocoque. Independent rear suspension, disc brakes, electric assist steering, and e-brake. It's pretty cool looking, too. What's the price point, Ferris? Do you know? I don't know. But when I saw it... I agree. I thought... I wanted to not like it. When we see Philip up in uh, Monterey, why don't we... We should ask him about that car. It's so teeny and tiny... And they had it in this beautiful green. With Everything about it was beautiful. It was photographed perfectly. I think it was photographed by one of our buddies out here in L.A. It really created desire. And you can see yourself. Anything like that. And you have a Myers Manx. I sold mine. You sold yours. This is the one. This is the one that I want for my would, house in Mexico. This would be perfect. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was going to say it would be the one from Malibu. Even better in Mexico, Ferris. Yeah, yeah. You charge this thing up. You charge it. There's some dirt roads. There's places you could go in it. It would be perfect. And you'd have a good time. So we're not wrong to desire these. I was surprised how much I liked it when looking at it. Wow. It's amazing. Uh, I bet they're going to have so many orders that they're not going to be able to make them. That's my bet. That's my bet. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But smart move. It follows the prototype of the Hummer or the plan laid out by the Hummer. Right. Let's take something that was really gassy and loud and make it electric. Right. And then make it desirable. I know. I noticed in the publicity photos, Freeman Thomas was there. Did he have a oh, hand? Oh, yeah. Did I think Freeman he did. have a hand in designing maybe, this? Yeah, maybe he did. Mm-hmm. Freeman Thomas, who famously uh, redid the Volkswagen Beetle back in the day. The Audi TT. The Audi TT. Yeah, maybe that's why we're liking this. And is in our group uh, Porsche now. All roads lead to the Porsche people. Um. Speaking of uh, other cool cars, Zuckerman, Meekum. 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 <laughs> and then we laugh like idiots. <laughs> me, me come. Oh, that was a horrible joke. Has, uh, listen to this. This got me excited. Monterey next week, they have, and they have not asked me to plug this. I'm just plugging it because I think it's cool. <clears throat> They've got prototypes. La Ferrari prototypes going up for auction. I've always wondered why these companies aren't doing this with their test mules, with their prototypes. They tend to destroy them, maybe hold on to one and put it in a museum somewhere. Ferrari and Meekum is selling four prototype vehicles that were constructed to, to develop new technologies that would later find their way into production models. These must be bought by someone with lots of money. Three of them are uh, LaFerrari prototypes, an F-150 Mulatto M4, F-150 Mulotipo MP1, an F-150 Prototype Presser Ray PS1, excuse me, and then another one is a TDF, I think. Are these drivable? Uh, I think they are. Let's just say they are. But that's a good question. But even so, buy it. Even so, buy it. If you have the money, yes. Remember, Jerry got had the prototype, the mule, the non-driving mule for the Carrera GT. That was a different. That was a show car. That wasn't a prototype. 
The Carrera GT show car was different in that it was mostly cardboard inside the doors. The prototype is an actually yeah, you're working, right. you're right. a that working you thing. You specify correctly. And the word is one of the most desirable world, words in collecting cars. The word prototype connected prototipo. to a car. Prototipo makes the car worth loads more. Let me loads. keep it simple. Loads at Meekum. Oh, boy. See, you, you don't like the way Manscaped writes their ads, but then you talk about loads. It's different. Is it? Yeah, I'm saying it. Wow. Because you say it, it's okay. Yeah, listening to you you listening to you <clears throat> say the other stuff was was well, okay, whatever. We love Manscaped. We, we just love want them, them too. to be successful. They are, as a matter of fact. You know who they just signed? That Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson is the new face of Manscaped. You know why? Because of his balls. Well, there's a rumor that he has a very large appendage, that he has a big one. A big ball? No. Carrot. <laughs> Not a baby carrot? <laughs> what I'm trying to think of the words you use. Pole. What are the other A bat. Words? A bat. <laughs> He's got a bat? Yeah. And I thought it was really smart that Manscaped said, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to sign that guy. He's the perfect guy for us. We'll get the bat boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the bat boy. <clears throat> He's funny. He's he's he's, he's certainly uh, someone everybody's talking about. He slings it around to the right. Slings it around. He to slings the right it ladies. around to the right ladies. Yeah, he's got the right crew for batting practice. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Bob's watches. Bob's two watches. hands and a new face on this right away. Most trusted destination to buy or sell. 100% authentic luxury pre-owned watches. Shop vintage contemporary pieces from Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Breitling, Cartier, Paddock, and more. Explore thousands of models available now at bobswatches.com. Overnight delivery and free shipping included. As I said, Bob's Watches provided me that uh, root beer GMT, which I loved. They said, take this watch on vacation. You're going to love it. And uh, they were right. They were right i was there i think uh, bob's watches is down in the oc and uh boy that watch uh has fans uh they call it the root beer zuckerman mm-hmm, because they call the it dial the, <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> and uh it it really presents you know people if you want to watch that uh is a beautiful thing and you like that kind of attention it's a dinner watch i took it out to dinner and it definitely made an impression um give a call Check out popswatches.com, and uh, you can buy this watch. I, I only wore it once. It was It's so valuable and beautiful that I was actually nervous about scratching this one. Um, it's going to go back to them this, uh, this Monday. This past Monday, it's back to them. You can see it, bobswatches.com forward slash spike, and you should buy it. It's a killer. It's a crusher. Bobswatches.com, and my choices are at bobswatches.com slash spike. Ferriston. What else do I have to talk about here, Zuckerman? Let me see. Where's the rest of my stories? What do you got, man? Come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is a question. Uh, The stickers, the Zuckerman head stickers are hugely popular. Uh, Scott Dixon won again in Toronto. Congratulations to Scott Dixon. If you ever, if you needed more evidence that the Zuckerman head sticker was a talisman of success, a force multiplier, a force multiplier, the thing that gets you over the edge. Scott Dixon won again and now exceeded Mario Andretti's record for wins 
and is could be on his way to being the champion and having being seven time champion of Indy all because and he said said this to me in a text. It's all because of the Zuckerman head. Yep. It's all because of the Zuckerman head. And it's, you know, whenever he's doing social media, there was somebody doing, uh, somebody in his pit crew uh, doing uh, an explanation a, a of, the helmet. of the helmet. And then they get the Zuckerman head was on it. My DMs light up. Everybody's laughing. But Spike's Car Radio, you know, uh, Johnny Lieberman's great idea to make this a sticker. Zuckerman's face. Horrible face. Has turned into this new thing. And it's only just starting, Zuckerman. It's only just starting. In fact, I would, you know, I've been critical of Elon Musk before, uh, but I would make an appeal directly to Elon um, that he needs to put a Zuckerman sticker on one of the SpaceX rockets. The Zuckerman head... Send me to space. Send Zuckerman head to space. We have listeners in the (laughs) Tesla design department... They appealed to me directly to send them stickers, and I sent them stickers. They were very nice about it, and hopefully they're listening to this and can secrete Zuckerman stickers on every important Tesla product from SpaceX to whatever else they have going on. I need to be there. Yeah. And they need Once me. Once Scott's done with his run, he's on a run. He's on a run right now, and this is this thing's big. There's no jinxes. It's you can't jinx. The Zuckerman head is the anti-jinx. He told me that before every race, he has a moment of quiet where he just stares at the Zuckerman head, and is for thirty seconds of silence. No one can interrupt him. There are little Tibetan chimes, ding bells. He communicates with the rage embodied, and he just absorbs the power of the Zuckerman face. There will be a day I'm bigger than Andre the Giant and obey. <laughs> that's that's the goal I have for this, Ferriston. You're bigger than Andre right now. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about when I say bigger. A lot of listeners want to know if what the hell this is all about, Zuckerman. You may be eligible for a class action settlement payment as a current or former owner and leasee of certain gasoline engine Porsche vehicles. Have you gotten this email? Mm-hmm, correct. Settlement payments may be up to $200 depending on the vehicle, plus an additional $250 for certain vehicles subject to Sport Plus emissions recall. What, what is this? This is a class action settlement, the Porsche Gasoline Settlement USA.com. The question that comes to us uh, a lot about this, the only Very question, simple. is this legit? Is it legit? Well, the lawyers who were representing the class, they did very well. You as a as a consumer, less well, hold so on, well. Hold on. But let me tell you what it's about. Is it a scam, though? It's not. No, this it's isn't real. just a phishing scam. This is real. This is real. Okay. This is real. Tell us For, what we're dealing with here. You're dealing with the fact that mileage estimates were, mm, shall I say, inflated. The, the mileage estimates on your vehicle, as you'll see on the window sticker, there's an estimate as to um, in and around city and highway. Those figures were were very um, generous on the window sticker. Ah. And so people buy. You, the argument is, is that you buy a car expecting to get a certain amount of mileage. And then over the course of the lifetime of that vehicle, you get much less mileage. And you are entitled to be compensated for the fact that uh, you got less mileage than you thought you would based on the window stickers. And I think that 
it's not necessarily in my mind to con the consumer because if you're buying a 911 or you're really looking at your mileage, some people are, but most people aren't. I think it's uh, what Porsche is trying to do, like all the other manufacturers, is to get their fleet averages up to a certain point to comply with the various laws that are out there mandating that as a company, you have a fleet average of X amount city, X amount highway. Ah. And that's where we get these rosy, optimistic figures on the window stickers that don't hold true in real driving conditions. Well, I, I received two, which, uh, and then I, they, they just send you the VIN number. So you're like, what, what cars are these? One was for the 2007 GT3 RS, which I no longer own. The other was for the 2015 GT3, which I no longer own. And I started filling it out while I was smoking my cigar yesterday. And it just started asking me a bunch of questions I had no answers for. How long did you own it? Where did you buy it? Where did you sell it? And I'm just making things up, just making updates. And then it says, we need all of this paperwork for you to get your money. And yep. that's where I deleted the emails. And that's what happens. And then there is this whole fund of unclaimed money. And yes. that's always what's interesting in the in, when these class actions are settled, there's always a clause that after X amount of time, this unclaimed money will end up at a certain place, and that's what you always want to see. What that certain place? Where is, is it? Yeah, it could be some sort of institute for mileage studies, some sort of global warming initiative, some sort of you know some lawyer's favorite charitable organization. Um, so the lawyers don't keep it. Lawyers can't keep it, but they can, they can. But in the settlement, they can kind of dictate uh, where it goes or have a say in where it goes. And sometimes you can question, like, why is the money ending up at the lawyer's, uh, you know, high school uh, charity fund? Right. You know, sometimes right. there's questionable things like that. Not usually, but. So it, it could benefit them indirectly. Yeah. It's been known to happen. Spike's uh, Wave Runner Dolphin. Save the dolphins from Wave Runner riders. Exactly. Charity. You they can could. send it to mine. Got to be careful. Yeah, look. I was wondering, you know, my wife said you shouldn't do that because she said dolphins hate the sound of... Uh, that's why they were close to you. That's what I said. Did you ask her? No. Then why are they coming close to me? If they hate the yeah. sound, why aren't they running away? They were having so much fun. Yeah. They were little guys. They little guy dolphins. They weren't big like well, it's us. Time of year, huh? Time of year. Yeah, it was cool. I thought there were sharks for a minute, and then I thought we were done for. But, um, well, leave it to our listeners, Zuckerman. Uh, they're always listening very closely to everything we talk about. And uh, for the past few weeks, I've been positing the the theory uh, that the green of my Land Rover Defender might be causing the accidents and close calls I'm having, which I seem to be having a lot. And lo and behold, someone sends me this article, Behind the Magic, Go Away Green Paint, used at Disney theme parks. You probably never realized this because that's the whole point, but some of the not-so-pretty parts of Disney theme parks are painted go-away green. Now, this green, a lackluster shade of green known as go, is exactly the, t- the <laughs> color of my Defender. <laughs> Color experts figured out that by using different shades of green paint, some objects do go unnoticed by guests. 
uh, for more information on Disney using the magic of just the right color, view their post. So this is, I looked at this and I read this article. It is the exact green of my Defender. And as you'll recall, I had that moment where I was stopped at a little uh, roundabout, a little rotary. And the guy just went fly right into me at 50 miles an hour at the last minute, turned away and crashed onto a, into a gate. And then I was hit on the 405 and then just driving to work, going to the studio every day. So this is actually, this is a camouflage of a 6,000 pound vehicle. Here's my, here's our class action. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> There's selling ah. a dangerous paint color ah. that subjects you to injury. I think there might be something to it. I drive a lot. Hey. I was in the Audi RS in that bright, vipery green color, and nobody had any problem seeing me. Signal Every, color. Signal Just. color, right. Nobody had a problem. I drive in the Tesla. I've, I've driven many, many different colors. There's something about this. Yes, your, your, your car is like the color of one of those ghillie suits, right? Yes. You, you can sneak up and yes. shoot someone in the fucking head. No one notices you. Pan, Pangea green. The color Pangea. Of the, Pangea. I just thought that was interesting. Thank you for sending that, uh, sending that off to me. Um, you guys need a car. You got to go to collectingcars.com. Recently, Collecting Cars set a new world record price in pounds sterling for a Mitsubishi Evo Tommy Mackinnon edition when a satellite silver car was just uh, 10,000 miles sold for an incredible 146,500 wow. pounds. Pound sterling. Now they have a Mitsubishi Evo V1 Tommy Mackinnon. Oh my gosh. If you'd love a piece of Mitsubishi magic from its golden era, high performance Devos without the record price tag, then the Canal Blue Car currently is live for bids in North America and might be right for you. Highly original, two liter, 4G 6.3 turbocharged inline four, putting out 276 horsepower and has all the correct TME features. That means the aerodynamic body kit, 10 millimeters lowered suspension with new shocks. Helical, limited slip uh, differential, helical, and the fast spooling turbocharger. The car's had just three owners. Uh, it's up for auction uh, ending this Friday, so in two days. Don't miss out for that. They also have uh, coming up a 2005 Ferrari F430 with a manual gearbox. They also... Uh, the last wow. V8. Look at that car. That's beautiful. That uh, is, these things, I saw these one. are looking good, aren't they? Yeah. Somebody drove by me one on the PCH. This one has 42,000 miles. And I went, I heard it before I saw it, and I went, really? And 360s I and 430s are looking good to me, Ferriston. Yeah. I didn't know I needed one. You got a nice little manual gearbox, made it to an engine that's not too, uh, too, too much horsepower. It's a nice driver. It made a nice sound. I have a fast spooling temper, Ferriston. Like the fast spooling turbo. Watch out for my fast spooling temper. Um, let me give you. Uh, I, I thought that we were done with the Batmobile story, but we're not. <laughs> we're not done. It's a gobstopper, never ending. No, somebody DM'd me somewhere in Europe and said I was laughing out loud, almost crashing at you guys talking about the Batmobile story. And, and fiberglass freaks, and he goes, and, and listening to the podcast was in Italy somewhere, and he goes, then I pull into this square, and look what I saw, and he, he saw one of the Batmobiles. It in was Italy. In Italy. Not one of the 60s fiberglass freak ones, but one of the more modern ones, you know, like the one they have at the Peterson right. Museum. He goes, I couldn't believe it. It really a funny moment. Can you imagine how happy that he's listening to, to us talk about the Batmobile, and then he sees a Batmobile in Europe? What a moment. So I, I, so I started Googling Batmobiles, this Batmobile story, to see if there's been any new developments. And there was a column today in the LA Times 
When a sheriff okays harassing a pastor for a Batmobile, it's time for <laughs> accountability. There's no real new information in the article. But it's this, this story has legs, Zuckerman. It has legs. It's still going on. I then decided to dig in a little more about Mark uh, Raykop, owner of Fiberglass Freaks and Pastor. Uh, and I went to his site. You got to check it out. Fiberglassfreaks.com. Mark Raykop has been a huge fan. This is in the about line. Has been a huge fan of Batman since he was two years old. None of this is surprising information. When he saw his first episode of Batman in 67, he fell in love with the action, the music, the color, but most of all with the car, even at that tender age. He's the same age the as tender, us. The tender age of two. That's a gross word, tender. Very. What does that mean, tender? Like, like veal. <laughs> little veal. We're going to eat you, Mark Raykop. He was thinking that someday, someday, he would own one. All right? I'm already with you, Mark. I, I love that this became your life's work. His taproot moment. But wait. Yeah, that's his taproot moment, by the way. I don't know what it says on his Jesus website, but I hope it says the same thing. It, the tender age of three. He fell in love with Jeebus. No, it was, it was Batman first and then Jesus. <laughs> it was Jesus. Came Jesus. <laughs> I have said it before. Maybe we should call him and tell him this in person, leave it on his answering machine. But I've said it before. Make believe is his thing. He should put these two things together and oh, yeah. start a religion about Batmobiles. So all make believe should be. I'll Bat- call him right now. Don't make me. Uh, in the article, though, he did say this that he's traumatized by the sheriffs <laughs> showing up at his door. And he did write this I'm the guy that goes into restaurants and I look at a policeman, I look at the sheriff's deputies, and I say, Thank you so much for your service. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have a safe evening. That's me, Ray Cop said. Now he has trouble sleeping and eating, and he has heart problems. He's stressed. Quote, I have PTSD when I see a sheriff's vehicle. I have an answer for him. So it's not good. It's not right. You know? Well, Pastor, what we need to do is pray it away. Let's just <laughs> lock hands and pray to relieve you of I th- these I thought, pe- you were, I thought you were going to say the obvious, Suckerman. Why don't you represent him in a suit against these sheriffs and this this? Um, it's not my jurisdiction. It happened out of state. He has a great case. It's California. This guy it starts in California. I, I know it, it does, but I, I think that he's got to file. <clears throat> he could file here or in Northern California, but chances are he should probably think about filing uh, where this occurred. It is a, it is a crazy jurisdictional question, but again, as a man, is it God, a, is there a case there? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's under. He's been harassed under what's called color of authority. Uh huh. He's had a civil rights. To, uh, he's been deprived of his civil rights. And who is he suing? The he state. Would be suing. He would be suing that particular jurisdiction, that sheriff's department, and the realtor or not? Oh yeah, him too. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh yeah. I'm going to call him and tell him that in a minute. But you know, he's a pastor. Show. Doesn't he have a solution for everything? Prayer. Um. Doesn't that work? Here's what's great about. Fiberglass Freaks. And again, go to fiberglassfreaks.com, go to their store, and you will see this Zuckerman. They oh. shirts, t-shirts, little models of Batmobiles, but also <laughs> this Bat Lady. Bat Lady Julie Newmar, sexy pose with her legs in a come hither and her, and her eyes latex. closed in ecstasy. And a latex, latex outfit. You can buy this for nine hundred dollars. He sells these kind of lady, pretty lady girl. Posters. Isn't she cat lady? Isn't that what that really is? Yeah, but look at her. She's laying down. Oh, yeah, she was hot and floated my her boat. Her hands are up. Her legs are kind of open. Yeah, her and, and I dream a genie. And her uh, her head's turned to the side with her eyes closed. Very sexy for a pastor. <laughs> Don't you think? 
pastors are allowed to get it on, Ferriston. They're not priests. Um, here's an Italy story for you, Ferriston. Wait, no, 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 hold on. Let, we got to stay on subject because I'm calling this guy. Forget Italy. We're going right into this guy. Let's call him. Let's, let's call, pray let's, first. Let's, do, we need to, do we need to pray first? No. I just want to see what happens when you call fiberglass freaks. I'd like to offer my support to this guy. I, I doubt he'll pick up. Uh, what do we say to him when we call him, Zuckerman? What We're calling we from Spike's Car Radio. Let's have a... Oh, we'll just say that the listeners are with you. And then I'll pitch him my idea. Okay, we have a ring. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. <laughs> well, Zuckerman, he's disconnected. He's disconnected his phone. <laughs> you know what that means. He's tired of getting phone calls. <laughs> That's how big this story is. That's how big this story is. Now, I've heard from a lot from listeners and a couple who know everybody involved on the sheriff's side and the realtor side, and they have confirmed. Uh, my uh, opinions of them. They said, you're right. Nuts. I know this guy, these guys, you're right about them. Now, I said a lot of things about what kind of humans I feel like they are, and I think it's obvious you can deduce what kind of humans they are. Well, Does let's it mean- call the realtor. I'd love to talk to him, too. Why don't now, we it, him it, up? I'd love to get mad at that guy, but he's very passionate about his vehicles. <laughs> And remember, when he got divorced, he kept all the cars, which makes me like him. That's what counted to him. And he does also care about Batmobiles, which I care about Batmobiles. But he's a little spoiled. Like, he's a little entitled. A lot entitled. Do you think there's drugs involved between him and the sheriff? A little bit of meth? A little bit of, you know, because you got to be awfully hopped up. You got to be hopped up to go get on a plane with a phony warrant and fly to another state. Do you know, when we get wronged, you and I, other men like us. We haven't flown out of state. For when we get family. wrong, we want to revenge. We want to revenge we, somehow. We want to exploit. Engage in self-help. We want to exploit our connections to somehow get back over on these people. I've, I've since learned to kind of let more stuff go and try not to do that. But but for when, when we were harassed by sheriffs, we called you, and you you were able to right the situation. You know what I mean? We're, I'm guilty of the same thing, calling you to go after a sheriff. I made a legitimate phone call. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fly out of state and show up and say, I'm a lawyer in your state, and I'm going to be a citizen. I know. He went too far. I, I, I'm not defending him. He made a mistake. He went too far. I'm just saying I understand that. You, you want a car, it's not going right, and it's keeping you up at night. And you that have, I understand. It's a misguided anger. That I understand, misguided but what anger. I don't understand is if you're the sheriff, you got a long He's done. time. You got He's a long done. time to think about what you're going to do. That's a lot of, that takes a lot of effort to fly somewhere <laughs> and get somewhere and go somewhere. So you suspect that maybe this guy had leverage over that guy somehow? I don't know if it's leverage or the, or the guy. I have to say, these are not, the sheriff in particular is not. Mm, Normal, not. I hate to use the cliche, playing with a full. Well, deck. he's done. He's. I understand. He's, already done. he's, he's done, done, but it tells me. I. It makes me think he. He geezed up a big hit of meth or something to get that whacked out to to do this. He could have. Who knows? I think there's just a level of corruption that he was uh, playing, and that's my opinion about it. I, it. We have the same type of guy here, this Villanueva guy here in L.A. He's shady, cowboy hat, sheriff, cowboy hat. 
To, you know, take same. I'm in charge. Yeah. I'm in charge here. I just, I just wear the Stetson. I pull I out my like pistol and pistol with you. This, the, the, the story about the Stetson holds true. Sooner or later, every asshole gets one. Yep. Sooner or later, every asshole gets Tom Brokaw, quote, sooner or later, every asshole gets a Stetson. I thought it was Letterman. Could have been. Who knows? I would say if you're in Texas, you're wearing a Stetson, you're not an asshole. But or Mexico. Or in Mexico. But not in L.A. Not in L.A. Maybe Colorado. Maybe Wyoming. Definitely Montana. I watch a lot of those Montana shows. I think you have to have animals to wear one. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to stay out of the sun, I'd probably choose yeah, a cowboy you, hat. If you were shooing a horse or you were stringing <laughs> barbed wire along, along yes. your fence, you can wear a statue. Really? Yeah. I think it, it has to do with states. Though I would say there's some parts of uh, the, the middle part, central California, you could get away with a cowboy hat. Again, you're back to animals and fences. Yeah, if you got a horse. A cow. But not if you're in Malibu and have a horse. You can't wear a stethoscope. No, that's different. Yes, you can't. Well, that's our show. <laughs> I think we've, we've resolved a lot of the world's problems today, Zuckerman. Don't buy a Stetson. <laughs> Don't buy a Stetson. You look ridiculous. Get a Batmobile, for sure. And sure. if we can talk, talk uh, Mark McCobb, what's his name, Lakeup, into starting a religion about Batmobiles, I think I would get back into religion. I would, I would, I, I forsworn off of religion for obvious reasons. Can we write the religion? Well, well, yeah. You it's, have, it's already off to a good start. You have a red phone in like a glass cake, <laughs> in a bun cake glass display thing, and you, you, you call Jesus or Bat Jesus. No, wait, no, there's no Jesus involved in this. Bat Jesus. No, you call him. I think he would have to preach about the Batmobile and it would all have to be centered around Adam West somehow. Is Adam West dead? I think he passed away, right? Maybe not. What would Adam do? But all red phones go right to Adam West. And then we look and see. So the apostle would be Bat Boy? <laughs> it would be Robin? Pete Roberts. Pete Davidson would be Bat Boy. <laughs> yes. That's what we've resolved here in this show. A religion about Batmobiles. And, and Bat Boy. <laughs> Bat Boy Pete Davidson with a huge crank. That's our show. We'll end on that. We'll see you up in Monterey next week. Uh, for those of you who uh, can't join us, uh, the episode is going to be sponsored solely by Collecting Cars. It'll be ad-free uh, thanks to our friends at Collecting Cars. And we're going to record it and play it for all of you. I can't promise you the audio quality will be great. <laughs> but something will happen, and you should be able to listen to it. And I, I hope you enjoy it. And if you're joining us up in Monterey, we'll see you up there. Uh, Saturday at the Lodge in the main area. I don't know much more about it. At 1.30, you will see Zuckerman and I and Johnny Lieberman and uh, Matt Farah and maybe Jerry. Uh, we'll see what happens. See you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.